0: On this episode of AV Week, we take a look at what associations you should join, whether from manufacturing, dealers, or end users. Also, pushing BYOD beyond collaboration and the economic outlook of the AV industry. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry.
1: What are you listening to? This.
0: This is
1: AV. This. This. This is this A-V, AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure, because every voice
0: matters. This is AV Week, episode 597, recorded Friday, January 27th, 2023, Community AV. This is A.B. Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news, and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host with us to discuss the news and information we have gathered this week. First and foremost, the only man in this industry who has better hair than me, Mr. Taft. <laughs> Clint, welcome, sir.
1: Hello. Pleasure to be here.
0: Uh, if you're not watching the video, just Google rock and roll, uh, just add power, and you'll find, you'll find Taft. Um, also with us is uh, Ron Callis from One Firefly. Welcome, sir. Hey,
2: happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Weird, weird geography today. We're we're hitting both coasts, uh, and I am stuck in the middle uh, again. So there you go. There's enough <laughs> Rock and Roll uh, references there. Um, really quick uh, uh, housekeeping. By the time you're listening to this, the vast majority of the Avianation folks uh, will be in Barcelona. God love them. Um, so Godspeed to them as they uh, run around and cover Integrated Systems Europe 2023. This week, uh, 31st of January through the 3rd of February, uh, you can check out everything at avinationtv forward slash ISE 2023 for all the coverage. Taft's company will be there. Just that power will be there. We'll be stopping by their booth uh, or their, their stand rather uh, over in the in, in the Europe. They call it the stands, not the booths. Um, the, if you're heading over there or if you're there, over there already, make sure you stop by the aviation tweet up on Tuesday, the 31st from 2 to 4. Uh, CET in the Influencers Lounge. So, um, all right. First story uh, comes to us from Avixa and the uh, Avixa Pro AV Business Index. The November 2022 uh, Pro AV Index shrank from 65.1 to 57. The Employment Index went from 61.2 to 59.8. Now, very, very quickly, those numbers don't mean jack squat to you unless you understand a couple things. Number one, 50 is the baseline. All right. So, 51 would mean growth. 49 would mean contraction. All right. So, a little bit of growth. However, in that growth in November, it went down from October's number. So, October's number for the pro AV, the the actual business growth was 65.1 and went down to 57. Employment, which is typically a lagging indicator, also went down. I do not need to tell anybody here whether you are in higher education, or you're in corporate AV, or you're a, a dealer that's listening to this, we're all having issues in find, find, finding folks, right? It, it is a very, very tight market. Uh, Peter Hansen, economist for Avixa indicated, quote unquote, going forward, the trends are gonna be difficult to project. Hansen also pointed out to positive inflation numbers in the fall of 2022 as good signs for the industry. Uh, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, for November was down to 7.7%. December's number was down to 6.5%. That's in contrast to June's number. Uh, inflation was at 9%. So certainly, inflation is going in the right direction uh, for the industry, uh, right direction for us, quite frankly, as we all go to the grocery stores. Um, but, Taf, we'll start with you on this. Um, what, does, what does this Pro-AV in, uh, uh, pro Index Tell us about the industry in general, about the health of, of, of the industry going into 2023.
1: You know, we're all waiting for that looming huge recession or the market to crash, you know, even further. Um, and so these numbers are a little refreshing to me um, because we're, we're not going completely backwards. Um, you know, the the thing that we're seeing is not fewer projects, but more projects being put On hold for a little bit, or they're taking longer Um, overall. Like, we have product, but you know, I have somebody who was like, if I could get the other things to finish the job that I've been waiting four months for, it's great. Um, You know, having your stuff sitting here right now and we can't complete it is a whole different thing. And then we've seen some large scale uh, groundbreakings uh, just get paused. I mean, Mm. interest rates are. I have to tell you that interest rates right now are not so great, especially if you want to borrow a bunch of money,
2: yeah.
1: um, and and throw stuff at it. So, um, I when I read this report um, prior to us doing this call, I was a little bit surprised, and I was actually kind of happy that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, so our industry is important. You know, years and years ago, we were the auxiliary toys that some people threw it, um, you know, now, now it's the backbone of the lifeblood. Um, it, it truly is. I mean, nobody's, yeah. nobody's building anything without doing, you know, at least tapping into our industry some way, somehow. So, yeah. you know, I was, I was impressed with the numbers and happy.
0: Right. Ron uh, from you and, and the folks that you talk to from the dealer side, what is this, what does this say? Uh, to the dealers, but also what are they hearing back from from their customers?
2: It says there's business out there to be had, and good businesses have an opportunity to to grow despite the economic conditions. So whether it's a, a growth economy or a, a downturn or recessionary economy, there's there's the need and demand, both on the residential and the commercial side, for what we do as an industry. And we're seeing... We are seeing uh, certainly some curiosities happen in the market. Uh, I'll I'll describe the resi side of the business first. We are absolutely seeing certain types of projects. generally you are what I'll call your smaller projects, maybe 75 k and below. Uh, depending on your market they they have either decreased or they've evaporated mm. and so that's a certain consumer. I'll call it your lower end of, of luxury wealth or your, your upper middle class and your lower end of wealth are generally pulling back and getting a little tighter and maybe not spending that money on projects. Your, your luxury projects, call it your projects, 100 to 200K plus are as hot today as they've been. I mean, they are. Uh, those projects are, are out there. Uh, dealers are picking those projects up. What makes it stressful for the integrator that maybe has built a large portion of their business around smaller cash flowing projects is that if, you're, if that project is no longer there and only the larger projects are there, the cash flow dynamics in your business now are completely different. And, and then if you look at the commercial end of the spectrum, we're seeing just at a, a feverish pace commercial AV firms engaging, uh, not to be self promotional, but they're reaching out to us at a feverish pace. And I interpret that to mean they're looking into the future and they're saying, what are we doing to increase our brand recognition or our, you know, what are we doing proactively to increase the probability that we'll be the ones contacted for work. And, uh, and so I see that as a sign of fear in the marketplace. Uh, but yet the true recession, the doom and gloom, the sky's falling. I'm not seeing it. The uh, you know, if you look in the numbers nationwide, at least in North America, you're also not seeing it in the job reports. So I, I think we're just in a really strange economy. It's clearly inflationary. I think we'll be inflationary for the balance of the decade, despite if the Fed starts easing. And uh, I think it's a case where businesses, if they just buckle down and put nose to the grindstone, there's business to be had and growth to be had, because many people will be fearful and pull back, uh, and those that don't, that push forward, there's opportunities to grow. That's what I'm seeing.
0: Really quickly, because I, I want to highlight something here. Ron and and, and One Firefly uh, is a high value, high you know well known marketing firm for um, for AV, and I'm, I'm simplifying what One Firefly does, but, sure. but in general, that's what you guys do. Do you do you think that that because you said you, you saw it as, as possibly fear. Do you think maybe the, the the market or maybe the the owners that have grown up with good marketing are maybe seeing it not necessarily as fear, but they're recognizing the value of marketing now and saying, wait a minute, our pipeline's not great. We do need to invest in marketing.
2: marketing is is oxygen for a business for any business. and for for a long time, you know i've I've been in this game for 23 years. I know many of our listeners probably have been at it much longer than that, but I've, I've been at it for a couple of decades now and marketing historically has been branding and marketing, right? So I'm going to call it branding, which is a positioning of your business yeah, and, and being consistent and proactive in that. And then marketing, you know, whether that's uh, inbound or outbound marketing, it is historically been at the bottom of a long list of priorities for business operators. And I'm seeing that it's working its way up the list, hmm. at least in terms of a conversation and or a strategy that they need to uh, have correspond to their business strategy. So, i.e., defining where are they trying to take their business, whether that's entering new product categories, dealing with um, you know particular setbacks or challenges in the economy, whether that's macro or micro economy. And or maybe they're they're wanting to pick up new lines and promote it. Maybe they want to enter new markets. Marketing's role is to be the partner and the ally of that business strategy to help it become realized in, a, in an active way versus a passive way. And I think that we, when Firefly and many others are out there educating around that concept. And I think that it's being heard. And I think the result is... You know, I could equally tell you this is a perhaps we're in a recession. I actually think we are in a recession. You know, it's always weird about that. You have to wait like a few more years to pass before the economist can tell you whether you are actually in a recession yeah. or not. But I, I think there's certainly plenty of fear out there in the marketplace Um, and I think that there's no doubt there's an increased awareness, whether people are doing more marketing internally in their organizations and paying attention to what they're doing and what they're investing, whether they're partnering with other agencies or specialists like a one firefly, uh, we're seeing, uh, we're seeing growth in the category. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's exciting. It's exciting for us because there's strategies to implement when the market's Challenged, and there's there's strategies to implement when the market it's when the market's booming, yeah. and uh, there's just you know, different ways to play the game.
0: Uh, next story is Barco has launched the second gen ClickShare conference CX50 from AV Magazine. The new model supports dual screen, which gives room for remote participants and keeps them visible. It also uh, the new line also brings in USB and higher energy efficiency. Taft, I want to start with you on this. Where is the appetite for, for physical connections, USB-C, um, you know, all, all these other connections, where is the appetite for that when it comes to customers and when it comes to the, the, the stuff that you guys are hearing back from the field?
1: It's big. I mean, bring, bring your own device is massive. Um, and I've got to hand it to the guys at Barco for, you know, creating a solution that's not just a, you know, little black box that you can buy at, you know, Kmart or Best Buy. That has, you know, the potential to have things put on it that shouldn't be put on it, um, you know, and, and can be kept secure. So um, I've followed them for a while um, since they came out with their first gen product. I think it's pretty cool. I've seen it, um, seen it you know, in applications and projects where our stuff's gone in. Um, and uh, funny enough, not that long ago, I went in and did a presentation and in a meeting and actually use the product. And it was the earlier generation. Um, but when you look at what they've built, they've built their own secure ecosystem, um, as versus, you know, relying on somebody else's technology, uh, to go in and, you know, screen share or mirror or whatever. Um, and, um, I think it's a cool product. And I think the fact that they're integrating, um, people who are remote as you know people that are in the office i mean as far as i can tell that's pretty much every office right now you know this person's here this person's there um you know and uh, i i think it's i think it's pretty cool so um you know again integrating the people in the office with people that are not in the office um and being able to to share back and forth and and do split screen is, is pretty neat. But I do think the appetite for physical connection is there. Okay. Um, and um, you know, just the whole bring your own device thing is, is pretty massive. Um, you know, nobody really wants to touch stuff right now. <laughs> they still, yeah. don't want to. still don't want to. <laughs> but, but I'll touch my own stuff, you know, uh, like physical devices. You know, well, that's... yeah, because
0: cause you, you you know where it's been, right? And that's the thing is, you know, you 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 know what what you've done with it. You don't know, you know, how many trips around the world you know something else is, has taken. So, uh, Ron, s- same sort of question, but also you know, look at it from from the you know how the dealers are, are interacting with with the AV users and the IT folks. And Tav ma- mentioned something there, and that's the security of it, right? And the security of of these systems. How is that impacting and changing what dealers are are having to do with the clients and what the clients are having to, I guess, allow on their systems to maintain the security of it?
2: You know, from my perspective, uh, Tim, if you allow, I I just I'm curious. I'm looking at the marketing and the messaging around this announcement, and it looks like it's going to be on display at ISC in the Barco booth. Looks like that's at booth 3D400. So people that are listening and want to check that out, walk over there and and check it out. Put your eyes on it. But uh, what what really jumps out to me is two things. Certainly the, the, the UCC concept or conversation around making the folks that are working from home and making the people that are working from the office unified in the environment and their ability to share and participate in conferences and meetings. From a, a marketing and messaging standpoint, it is everything. It is all the rage. It is all the work that we at One Firefly are doing for the integrator to make sure that UCC is better understood. And what you're also seeing from the manufacturers is getting—they're putting R&D dollars in and their product development and their marketing around really broadening and expanding the platform of products and product mix that are going to work for people in the home and in the office. And what I find particularly fun and interesting from Barco is they're really working in the sustainability and they're talking about uh, reducing and a well-balanced carbon footprint on all of their products. And this particular product, the CX-50, what does it say here? Is the first carbon neutral wireless conferring solution on the market. I think that that's, that is really a now, I don't know that we would have seen that in the messaging and marketing from these vendors you know, two, three, four years ago, but it's very much in terms of, I'd be curious if Taft, if you're working that into some of your product mix and and your marketing, but I I think there's an audience out there that are really those two hot topics, the, the UCC conversation and the sustainability conversation. It's front and center in this messaging.
1: As far as sustainability, nobody beats us. What you bought 12 years ago still works today. Same network, do firmware updates, make things backwards compatible. There's no reason for our box to ever be a paperweight. Um, you know, come see us at the next trade show. We'll show you some new things. Might be hardware, might be software, but what you have is not a paperweight. Um, and so that's really where we're where we've driven from um, is for people to be good stewards with their money and um, for us to not end up in a landfill. So, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's a lot of
0: fun. Well, and what I would also say is I think some of that, what, what you guys are talking about there is, is the, the, the next generation, I I don't want to say generation, but I'm going to the next generation, the next iteration, the next group of folks coming into decision making. You're right? not the, aging
2: we're, us. Are you Tim?
0: We, we're all old, dude. All three <laughs> of us, right? Stuff, yeah. Yeah. All three of us. Um, <laughs>
2: I'm trying to cover all my gray hair with my I hat. do I know
0: how old the two of you are, and I believe that I believe I'm older than both of you. Um, maybe, I'm 25, maybe, so if you're well, older, than older than 25, then yeah. Um, but you you've got this this the the next group of of leaders coming up, right? And you've got the next group of of IT managers coming up, and the next group that that are taking care of the the higher education facilities and the higher education networks. These are are are, are, are people you know men and women who are making these decisions and they grew up in an era of recycling is 100 percent important right sustainability is 100 percent important right uh, and yes i'm going to age all three of us because we grew up before that happened right i mean captain planet as much as we all love him wasn't that successful of a, of a sustainability model right It just wasn't um and yes y'all that you're you're 30 go go google captain planet and have a laugh on on us um but you you have these folks that they did grow up in in the recycling era they did grow up in the sustainability era and now they're in as a decision-making position where energy efficiency is important where you know carbon neutral or carbon uh footprint is important i, I think that you're right that's going to be you know really really uh crucial as you know they start getting more and more um decision-making power when it comes to the final product getting put into this system.
2: there's likely mandate. I'm speaking above my pay grade here, but I'm betting at a number of um, institutions, there's probably mandates to be mm-hmm. acquiring technology or making purchasing around yeah. products that do meet some sustainability requirements. I would imagine that's probably what we're seeing here from Barco in this messaging is they know very exactly their target market and that—that's probably one of the requirements to get this product placed.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can—we can start with lead right certification and go from there, right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, final story comes to us. Uh, final story is uh, Atlas IED has joined the Security Industry Association. And, and real quick, good disclaimer: uh, Atlas IED is a sponsor of Aviation, as is as is Just Said Power uh atlas ied uh, according to the story announced joining the sia the security industry association the group has over 1200 member companies representing thousands of security leaders and experts according to michael pievler vice president of sales for atlas ied quote unquote joining sia represents another crucial step to deepen our collaboration within the security industry taft i'm going to pick on you first Uh, i'm going to wrap it up uh because uh our, our very lovely a uh, guest that was supposed to be here from from a an end user uh, did not able to make it, so I'll kind of take take hers. But Taft, from a manufacturing standpoint, what other groups other than you know Avixa who will all go see it in in June? Um, what other groups should you guys join?
1: You know, we're in Avixa, we're in Cedia, Um and that's for us pretty much it. Okay. So something like the the security uh, side of the business doesn't make sense for us um, being a video over IP company um, outside of that we participate in several other trade shows that are you know hospitality driven yeah. and um, things like that but um, as far as other quote organizations that provide a trade show and education um, you know and mind share um, those are those are the only ones that we're currently in so
0: Mr. Callis, from a, a dealer standpoint, from an integrator standpoint, what uh, what other organizations uh, should those folks take a look at?
2: Yeah, I think there's two primary classifications. One would be associations, which are generally not-for-profits, and uh, you know, you mentioned Avixa, you mentioned Cedia. The other uh, we joined a year ago is NSCA. Yep. Um, great group. You know, approximately a thousand systems contractors. Uh, primarily on the commercial side of the spectrum a uh, handful small percentage likely in the 5 to 10% range would be my guess are in the what I'd call a resi-mercial mix that are members of that group and uh, and I think those entities are great when you if you participate if you, it's like anything in life if you don't do your part you may not re- realize the full benefit so if you join and participate by going to conferences uh, I think it they can be f- pretty fantastic. The BLC, the Business Leaders Conference for NSCA, is actually coming up in February. So people that want to check that out certainly should. And uh, and then the other category would be your buying groups. And uh, the residential side of the business has had uh, a plethora of buying groups. Oh yeah. There's uh, nationwide. There's ProSource. There's N- there's uh, HTSA, and there's azion uh, azion is uh eminently going to be spinning up a commercial buying group oh wow which uh I'm not I may be breaking that news here but uh i I don't think that's a secret but uh that's <laughs> that's gonna you, be you
0: you can check before we publish how about that yeah and, and please we wanna verify Mitchell, a, a crazy email
2: i I am on the board of azion although I, I I don't have a role in in making that bigger picture decision for them but they they are going in the direction of commercial. And I, I want to say there's uh, a, a couple of commercial buying groups. I'm just, I don't have their names on the tip of my tongue. Maybe Tim, you, you, you might have those names, but uh, if not, we could drop them in the show notes. But yeah. I think it's really looking at associations and or buying groups. And uh, all of the above are awesome when you participate at conferences, participate in education, and uh, participate as a member of the community. This is really about community where you are not only learning from manufacturers, but you're maybe even more importantly, learning from your peers. And you're also uh, a part of that community. I mean, you're also sharing. So when you share, uh, I believe when you share, you receive, you know, tenfold back. So I try to share as much and often as possible. Yeah. And uh, those would be, I guess, at the high level, a summary of my thoughts.
0: So I'll give you guys a couple more. And, and there's not there's not, there's a couple of buying groups. There's on, on the on the commercial side. There's not a whole lot, especially not compared to the residential side. All the top of my head is is Edge, which was known as USAV uh, for um, previous. Uh, I think it's six months ago or so. Patrick and Wipke can can email me later and tell me exactly. But that's the only o- overtly buying group. Uh, but I'm going to mention a couple of groups here: organizations, associations, and you guys kind of push back or or just comment. Number one for for users is is Hetma, right? Uh, buddy Joe Way, higher education technology managers. Um, they are expanding that beyond education, right? They're they're inviting um, just not just, but they're inviting corporate. They're inviting you know IT professionals to, to join that group as well. Uh, you the the AV user group um, um, out of uh, Owen Ellis out of the UK. They do have a couple of of, of North American. Uh, chapters they're actually just getting ready they, they just announced uh, last week a meeting of that group in New York I want to say in March uh, off the top of my head uh, they also have a group that meets in San Jose so so two major you know uh, technology hubs in, in the states certainly one uh, IMCCA uh, is another group for for users a, as well and then a couple for anybody right manufacturers or, or whoever bixie is one Uh, And I'll I'll put Bixie out there for a number of different reasons. First of all, cabling and infrastructure is incredibly important, but they have a lot of really good standards and they have a lot of really good certifications, uh, especially as more and more uh, AV moves onto the network. Now, last week I talked about AV being IT, and you can beat me up for that later, but specifically as more transportation, the transport of the signals moves on the network, Bixie will be incredibly important uh and then I'll throw out NAB and CTA um dear friend um uh, has a um a company that that makes you know AV products he has been and his company has been a member of CTA for oh, well over 30 years and uh incredibly important yes CTA is the group that actually puts on CES the consumer electronics show but they're incredibly important on legislation on uh getting in front of congress at, at least in the states uh, and getting you know the the needs of the community heard, and then NAB is becoming increasingly more more important, uh, especially on the corporate side of of AV, uh, because there are more and more corporations that are rolling up and spinning up their own production spaces uh, internally. Uh, they're putting together virtual production, um, and this is the direct view LED walls that act and, and basically replace the green screens, and you can. Google Mandalorian virtual production and you'll be amazed, right? So more and more corporations are putting that into, in, into effect. And the folks that are responsible for running those facilities, you know, NAB is not a bad place to, to go. Uh, and if you are involved in, in, in putting those in and installing and supporting them, NAB is not a bad place to go. Um, so those are, those are a couple more that I, that I had written down as well.
2: Uh no, I thought that was a fantastic list. I, I, I would just add, Tim, that, you know, anyone uh that is not a part of some community, yeah, all of the names dropped here are are relevant and if you and what you should do ultimately is check out their events, contact their people, learn about the, the way that you participate as a member and and find, you know, find what feels comfortable and where you're gonna gain the most value. But don't just stay in your foxhole, which is running your business in isolation and imagining that all your problems, you're the only one in the world that has them. The reality is there are so many others out there fighting the same battles. And when you join these communities, you find uh, your brothers and sisters in arms that'll help you figure things out and or point you in the right direction. And uh, as a community, we're much stronger than any single entity. So I think any of these probably fit into that category.
0: All right. Well, that will do us for now. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, taft Strickland, uh, how do people get a hold of you or Just Add Power?
1: You can find us at Um We're also on all the social medias, and my uh, email is really easy. It's taft, T-A-F-T, at justadpower.com. So that's
2: the best way to get a hold of me.
0: Very good. Mr. Callis, how do people get a hold of you or one Firefly?
2: Best to go to our website, OneFirefly.com, and or if anyone wants to reach out to me directly, they can do that, Ron at OneFirefly.com, and that's one spelled out, O-N-E, OneFirefly. And appreciate you, Tim, for having me and tapped. It was a lot of fun. It's always fun.
0: Uh, for me, for Tim Albright, do not follow me on the Twitters, although if you uh, are follow me on the Twitters, you will know that uh, this is, uh, this, well, the date that we were recording this, I should say. So by the time you see this, it'll be passed. Uh, today is the most important date in Bears history. It is the celebration of the date that they beat the, uh, pa- the, the, the Patriots uh, in the greatest Super Bowl ever. So that's it. Um, But go by the website, if you would, please. Aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You will find this program and a host of others. Uh, As we are posting this, it is the last three days of the Aviation Reader's Choice Awards. Uh, So go by the website. Tell us what the best of 2022 was uh, and let your voice be heard. Also, uh, I mentioned the ISE at the top of the show. It happens the 31st of January through the 3rd of February. Go by aviationtv forward slash ISE-2023 for all the coverage, including you get to see Taft again. Because uh, he's on there because we did a preview of their stand. <laughs> um, but also go by the, the tweet up. Uh, it happens on Tuesday the 31st uh, from 2 to 4 CET in the Influencers Lounge there uh, in Barcelona. Uh, If you see anybody from Aviation, tell tell them we said hi. Uh, Especially if you see Mitchell Tulin, you have to absolutely, he loves hugs. So run up to him, not really. Don't don't ask him first, I guess I should say. Ask him first. Um, Mitchell's actually physically in the studio today, so he might throw something at me. Uh, but yeah, go by the website, if you would please, avionation.tv. That's avionation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That is all the time we have for AV Week. <laughs>